Hello, Team Builder, and thank you so much for joining us today on Ask Michelle and Chris. We're here to answer your questions about team building so we can learn and grow together. I'm your host, Michelle Cummings of Training Wheels, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chris Cavert of Fun Doing and On Team Building. Let's go find out what we can answer for you today. The first question we're going to explore today is, why are we actually producing this podcast? Michelle and I had this idea, and um, we're kind of exploring, we're going to experiment, we're going to see what this is about. It may grow and expand, uh, and may just kind of keep the same theme. But Michelle, why don't you give us your take on why, why are we doing this? Why are we getting this going? Yeah, I think there's so many reasons why we would do a podcast, do something like this. One is Chris and I both, you know, we write team building newsletters that go out every week. And so we get a lot of responses from people asking different questions like, could you focus an activity on this? Or what do you think about that? And we can only we get a lot of questions and we can only answer so many of them in a newsletter each week. And we also know that mediums are changing and not everyone has the time to sit and read a newsletter. So offering it in an audio file in a podcast uh, format is helpful. So then that way as they're driving to work or they're driving to their next program location, they can download a few of these and then be able to hear some responses to some of the questions that people are are asking and also to kind of know that the facilitator community is out there and other people are probably experiencing some of the same things that you are. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, that's the main reason for me as well. I have, I put out surveys at the end of the year. I've got the last two years worth of surveys and a lot of good questions and comments came in to me asking me these great uh, team building related topics where I don't have a lot of time to answer each question independently on a blog. Uh, and that's kind of my format is blogging. So this, I think uh, our plan is to do a weekly episode of Ask Michelle and Chris and get to one of those questions and keep chipping away. And I'm assuming once this gets out there, more people will, will give uh, listeners a way to submit questions and then be able to answer them. Usually we'll wait for a, you know, two or three of the similar question. That'll give us enough information to let us know more, more people want this answer. We'll focus on those. But I, I think it's just answering a need. I think it's putting it out there. We'll experiment this year and see if it's worth it. And if it's worth it, we'll hopefully continue and, and answer even more questions as we go. And and you never know, answers are going to change from year to year sometimes. I think we're going to get more information about things. And True. then we can re-answer. Um, wh- what do you think about, you know, Michelle and I are experimenting. So, um, Michelle, what do you think about how this is going to look over time? How do you envision this growing? Any ideas? Any thoughts about that? We're just, Michelle and I are just, just chatting and seeing what we come up with. Why are we doing this? We're going to explore all avenues. Yeah, I think, you know, it's just a, it's a new format or newer format, at least for me anyway. I'm a little bit newer to the podcast world than what other people are. So for me, it's a way to hear it on our voice, you know, how we would answer the different questions, as well as just share some things that we're getting excited about, being able to to 
can maybe even brainstorm through how we might a tweak on an oldie but a goodie activity. And I think also it will be fun to go back and, you know, depending on how many years we do this podcast, to go back and listen to some of the ones that we do right now. Of course, if in three years in the future, if we were to answer the question the same way, because as we evolve as facilitators, as our skills get better, then I think that we would answer the questions differently. If I could go back and look at my, you know, 10 years ago at my facilitator skills, my facilitator self then, I would probably answer the questions differently than I answer them now. So just to see that evolution of the facilitator. And so no matter whether you're listening right now, whether you're brand new to facilitation or whether you've been doing it maybe longer than Chris and I have, then how would you maybe even it would spark new questions for you. How would you answer, you know, something else? So that's kind of what I see. Yeah. And I think exploring how we, if we remember how <laughs> we thought about it back then. That's true. And then what do we do now? Cause I have specific things that I remember I've changed. I've adapted over the years and it feels better. Right. And I think that's a nice perspective for people to understand that it's, it's not right or wrong. It just is. Now, right. I'm guessing you and I will probably have differences of opinion mm-hmm. over questions, which will be great. You know, get different perspectives. I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever get into right and wrong. I don't think you and I talk about those things in black and white. Right. We may, we may say things like I, I, I don't do much competitive. Uh, if I take my group and split them in half and, and one group is against another. When I do team building, I don't go down that road. I don't know where you go, but that may be another question that we get is, you know, how do we work with a group of competitive athletes where all they want to do is compete against someone else? You know, maybe that's a question. Who knows? If yeah, that-, that would be a great topic. Yeah. Right. And I um, even look at like things like blindfolds, like early in my facilitation days, I used blindfolds all the time and I loved them. And now I would never ask a participant to put on a blind on a blindfold. It just, you know, my perspective has changed on it. I had enough experiences with them that that were not positive for some participants. And so it changed my perspective on them. So the more experience you get, the more perspective it builds and the more meaning it adds to your to what you're doing. And so I think it changes your perspective or changes the way you do things right. uh, once you have more experience exactly. with them. And we both know people who still use blindfolds. Exactly. And I'm not saying that using blindfolds is bad, right? Because right. some, for some people, they're like, I work with eight-year-olds. There's no way that they're going to keep their eyes closed. So I get that, but I don't, I don't work a lot with eight-year-olds. So, so again, it's right group. It's the right tool, the right activity. And, uh, it, you know, for you, you might love blindfolds, but I personally just choose not to use them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm with you. There's other things you can even talk about. With, and again, that's another question to great thing to explore uh, where, what our perspective is mm-hmm. and how we can, if you are into blindfolds, what information can we give you that may give you other options? Mm-hmm. Some people may not even thought about it, may thinking about that because they've always done it and they don't consider certain things. And that's what hopefully this podcast is about. Just consider other things and then choose what works for you. Yeah. Um, what about topics? Why don't we, we're, we're doing a, a live brainstorming. <laughs> yeah. What topics do you think uh, of questions people could send in about? What do you think? We do a little back and forth about this. Uh, in, in our, in our, 
we are about team building. So mm-hmm. ask Michelle and Chris about team building. That's our focus. Mm-hmm. And we probably will only answer, at this point in time, I'm throwing it out there, we may only answer team building related questions, but maybe there's a special issue, a special question that we, you know, this is not super team building, but this may be important to team builders mm-hmm. um, when we answer a question like that. But what do you think about topics? What could people send in? Uh, I think everything from how do you handle the difficult uh, participants, the ones that do not want to be there, the ones that were voluntold to be there, that show up, arms crossed, things like that. I think we could discuss a lot on the processing and debriefing side or, you know, just giving people suggestions or tips on how to better reflect on the experience for your participants. Yeah, yeah. They could Uh ask different ideas about icebreakers, you know, whatever. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I'm wondering how deep we'll get down the activity rabbit hole because you and I could do that forever. We could. Um, I think what, there will probably be a balance mm-hmm. of, I, I'm going to call, I call it theoretical-based questions and activities. Somebody I know, I have a question in my queue about the, what, what he called the object lessons where yes. you do the one, you know, put your okay sign on your chin, mm-hmm. something that, that really gets a point across really quickly, something quickly. to talk about. I mean, those could be easy to do, probably be a better video than anything. Maybe you right. and I would get together and, and do a video. We could post it on our sites about those, and then we could talk about it a little bit and what, you know, how to use object lessons mm-hmm. and then point them to the video. So yeah. I think there's going to be a combination of things that we can do around that topic. I, I, I believe can also ask about specific populations, mm-hmm. you know, like I work with seniors, uh, like senior citizen groups, or I work with military families or, you know, so people might pop in and say, do you have a really great activity for this? Like, and then we, then that would probably, rather than us going down the activity rabbit hole, but if we had a specific group with a specific focus, and like, here's what I might do, try this. Yeah, I was just going to say that different groups of people in the way that you work with. Um, what's a good activity to do when you're hiking with your, you know, what team building can we do? So we might have, I think, a little bit of that we could talk about and then point them to other resources that yeah. would be useful. Uh, in the time, so good, we're going to, we'll have topics roll out. I think as long as everybody understands it's a, it's to help team builders, to help you as a team builder and other team builders all over the world. I I love this format, this podcasting format, anybody, anywhere that has a smartphone and is able to get connected to a podcast player of some sort can listen to this stuff and learn and grow. And, And it's a nice little kind of bite of information. So it's really cool. Uh, we we got a, a few minutes left. Let's let's just tell people a little bit about our background and why maybe you and I believe we could actually host <laughs> this podcast. Okay, I th- I think you know not in a a boastful way. It's just in an experience way. We sure. you know between the two of us, what did we figure out? How many books? Over twenty between the two of us. Mm-hmm. Or close to twenty five between the two of us, so we have some of that experience. What tell us a little bit about your your background? We each have like two minutes. Let's okay. share with people where we're from. Yeah, so I got my bachelor's degree in psychology and went into adventure therapy 
early on working with um, really troubled kids that had made some poor decisions in their lives that needed, you know, to go into a program to kind of learn new and learn new ways of living back in the real world. And that's where I first discovered experiential activities. The, that program had a, a ropes course and a climbing tower, and we did a lot of team building things with our groups there. And I fell in love with the amazing transformations that I saw in these kids over a period of time. So I wanted to learn more about why that stuff worked so well um, compared to some of the other things that we were trying. So I then went and got my master's degree in experiential education to learn the theory behind it, why it works so well, and uh, and then worked in the ropes course industry and the ch challenge course team building industry for um, for several years before I and actually worked as a ropes course builder at one point in time as well, and then decided to um, start out on my own. And so I started training wheels in 1998 um, or 1999. My apologies. And um, and so that's when I started doing more portable team building stuff. And I wrote my first book, um, A Teachable Moment on Processing and Debriefing Skills with Jim's Kane and Jennifer Stanchfield in 2004. And that's really when training wheels started to take off after that. And now, you know, I've written um, six six books in the industry and the field so far, and and now write that my team building newsletter that goes out to close to twenty thousand people now in hundreds of countries around the world, and and it's just a I now speak at about fifteen conferences a year, teaching people how to do more team building games. So my reach is pretty big, um, and yet at the same time, at at my core, I just love to teach other people how to do this, how to help you help others stay connected, um, driving that, you know, that connection time with people and getting them to, in the games or the activities, surfacing behaviors that then you want to teach skills in that will help people be better humans out there in the world. Yeah, and, and I am similar to your start, got in wilderness education. Uh, I, I wasn't ever a counselor, official counselor or therapist, but I started with at-risk kids and taking them out in the woods and helping them to understand mostly the, the idea that they have a choice. Some choices aren't as good as others. So we're exploring ways that they're thinking about making hopefully better choices to improve their life. And in that first four years, that my first real job, so to speak, the people around me in Texas at the time didn't have a lot of exposure to adventure education. And I felt compelled to go share with people how it worked. So my first books were Kinko copies, you know, at the time it was Kinko and now FedEx, copied books with spiral binding and with activities I learned from Carl Ronke and, and other people that I encountered just to share information about how to use this and how uh, powerful it is for people in a counseling setting or a therapeutic setting or just leading at-risk kids, how they can use games and things to bring out behaviors and then talk about it and change things. And that was, since that time, that's what I end up do, ended up doing is doing more trainings, going to conferences, doing a lot of team building, writing more books, and, and getting ideas out there to help other people learn and grow. So that was you know, my path. Now it's mostly training team builders and uh, doing more digital format types of things to reach more people across the, across the globe so they have access to this kind of learning and growing. And this podcast hopefully will help in that endeavor. So this is my next level 
uh, after blogging, now podcasting. So you and I are doing this together and exploring how this can work and help other people out. Yeah. And I actually still have a few copies in the deep, dark archives of Chris's original Kinko copies because you called it the notebook and then you mailed hard copies to people. Yeah. So I still have a few of those. So, and Chris and I actually first met our, my very first day of graduate school. Um, I picked a random seat next to someone and we turned to do an icebreaker and lo and behold, it was Chris Cavert. And of course, at that point in time, neither one of us knew where our paths would take us yeah. in this Just world. Just getting started. Very cool. Well, we're going to wrap this one up. That's our first question. And we hope you stick with us for uh, a weekly episode of Ask Michelle and Chris. Thanks so much for listening. If you have additional answers or comments about this question, please send them our way. And if you have a question you'd like us to tackle, we would love to hear it. You can find the submission link and anything we discussed in today's episode in the show notes. Find the show notes and past episodes at onteambuilding.com forward slash ask podcast. That's onteambuilding.com forward slash ask podcast. You can find me and sign up for my newsletter at training-wheels.com. You can sign up for my Fun Doing Fridays activity email and find me at onteambuilding.com. We hope you join us next week for Ask Michelle and Chris about team building.